Nerds at the cool table. Oh, sorry. Uh, took me off of my game right there. Coming in. Instagram TV. I always click on it on accident. Always. I never click on it. I saw that. That's why I didn't put it on the topic. All right. Nah, we're not talking. Nerds at the cool table, episode twenty. 20 episodes in, guys. 20 episodes. 20. We yeah. made it. We need like a cake. Yeah, we do. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Chick-fil-A. Mm, mm, we got Julian back. Hey. Julian he built right. his hymnus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back. Yeah. How's it going, guys? Good. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything's good, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's uh, been a hot week. Yeah. It has been. Yeah. Uh, I went to SeaWorld. I saw that. How is SeaWorld? How, yeah, how is it? Because I thought I haven't been like... there since I was like six or seven. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Uh, there's like a Circus Soleil show in SeaWorld. Sea yeah, yeah, it's they... like a light, a light night light show. Yeah, but it's like called Cirque de la Mer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cirque, it's something like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, Mer's it's the Circus Soleil right? show. Yeah. Right on. I yeah. went to uh, UFC 227 at the Forum, and uh, props to DC for the tickets. Took. Took our boy with us, our fellow nerd at the cool table, Jay Lee. Nice. A.K.A. Barbara Gordon. <laughs> A.K.A. Blade. A.K.A. A.K.A. whoever you want to be. <laughs> How was that? That was cool, man. Yeah. My brother, my brother's in town, Jamal. He he uh, came in town for the AEG celebrity game, and they gave him a ticket to UFC, so luckily mm-hmm. I had two. So we all ate up the box, of, you know, and enjoyed, mm-hmm. enjoyed the night of fights. Jay Lee awesome. and Jamal got along, so it's all good. Very it was a good cool. weekend. Very nice, very nice. Awesome. Um, so this episode of Nerds at the Cool Table is presented by Change VC. Time for change. And uh, YG, you want to tell us what we're talking about today? Today we are gonna run through Mission Impossible. That was the sixth, sixth, sixth installment of mm-hmm. Tom Cruise running. All out. And we're gonna take a look back at Dark Knight. Can't believe it's been ten years. Ooh. It was released July eighteenth, two thousand eight. Then we're going to run through some news bites. There's a lot to talk about and see, you know, yeah. what we're going to skip right on over <laughs> and uh, yeah. what we're, what we're going to dive into. Yeah. So let's start. Uh, three of us have seen Mission Impossible and the others about to listen. Sorry, yeah. Jason, we're about to spoil it. Look, you guys, I stopped after the first one. I was telling Julian that. <laughs> Jesus the, Christ. Yeah. Now, well, I don't know. It just, yeah. I don't, something about it. I was just like, okay, I saw it. You you owe yourself to just watch the Philip Seymour Hoffman. Which yeah, is the third one. That's the third, that's the third one. one. Once yeah. the, at the third, they all started getting better. Yeah. I, the second one. I have, I have a soft spot for the second one. I really like the John Woo directed one. What, what was happening in the second one? Remind he me. was in Australia, and it had to do with the... It was like a virus that got released. That was with Sandy Noon? No. Yeah, Sandy yeah, Noon. Yeah. I never really cared for that one. I really liked I think I was just because I was at the right age to kind of like go yeah, see movies it. by myself mm-hmm. and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. See, I think I feel like... I was the right age to go see my movie, go see movies by myself around Mission Impossible three, three. Yeah, I think I saw that. That was J.J. Abrams' first first yeah. directing. What year was? I mean, yeah. I don't know what year. Like, that was two thousand and six. You guys dive in it. Well, I actually watched all of them before seeing this new one, so I was able. That's to, how hardcore David is. Well, I I didn't even think I was like. Oh, like you watched them? I watched from the first oh, one okay. all like straight through, and it was like it's is there kind, any continuity. <laughs> it's weird. That, it's weird because there kind of is. It's like. Obviously, Ving Rhames. This has like been in it since the no, first one. No, I mean, the, there, there's elements of like his wife and, and all that. Stuff. I, up until the third one, I think the, the third, third one is the first one they introduced yeah. the wife. Yeah, and that's a lot of there's a lot of continuity between that. Yeah. And the other thing was 
the villain from five yeah mm-hmm. was was in six and they reference a villain from the first one in six tell us more really so, yeah so the girl what was her name the white widow we're just getting we're just totally spoiling oh we back to the first one i'm here <laughs> so yeah yeah what's her name vanessa redgrave she was her name was max i think she was like an agent as well yeah, yeah. she's the one yeah. that they kind of double crossed in the yeah. train her daughter is the white widow who's like an arms oh. dealer in fallout Oh. Yeah, I didn't. I had to like go online and see. Wait, like, her daughter they, is the White Widow. Yeah, her daughter is the White Widow. They refer. They say her name like her mother Max. Oh, her okay, yeah. okay, okay. Got yeah. it. Yeah, huh. yeah. We'll come back to yeah. that, but yeah, we got to talk about her again later. Yeah, okay. White Widow. Uh, yeah. Chick. Cool. Um, what do you think about it? What do you think about Fallout? I mean, I I think all the Mission Impossible movies are pretty fun. Those are probably the most enjoyable Tom Cruise movies for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Um. Was it slightly predictable with the Henry Cavill character. I was like, I saw exactly where that was going. Yeah. Yeah, once he once bit. he got onto the screen, right? No, I'm not gonna. I mean, I guess yeah, I he's can't a double explain. agent. I can already <laughs> tell. <laughs> but he's a, he's exactly. a double agent like four times. He's like yeah. a triple he's agent. Like, like, like I was like, agent. okay, I, I get it. I was like, right when I saw him come on the screen, I was like, yeah, he looks. See like where this is going. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was he's fun. A double agent as Superman. It was a fun movie. I think my favorite part was, uh, well, I guess we'll come into favorite yeah, parts yeah, later. But yeah, like. I think the most I could say is like that they're always fun. They're always yeah. action packed. It's, yeah. it's like the quintessential action movie. Like. Yeah, I think Tom Cruise has definitely found his like niche. Niche, exactly. Like yeah. it's it's like that's his movie. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. It's like what we lost. Like it's like the perfect in between of like Bond and Born. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you know, we have Mission Impossible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have Ethan Hunt. And I think normally we discuss spinoff potential, but I feel like that. For me, there's no point in that because this is like a Tom Cruise yeah. vehicle, yeah, and it's always gonna be that. It's yeah, a, it's a shot of it's Red Bull in a movie. You yeah, just kind of go through it and and have a lot of fun. That's and a perfect way to describe that <laughs> Red Bull in a movie. Yeah, because it's like they don't come around that often. They're they're like every like, every every like three four three years. years yeah. It's like oh, there's three a Mission years. Impossible. It's like oh, I haven't had a Red Bull in a while. I'm gonna have one today. <laughs> and then when you leave the theater, you're yeah. just like tired. Like, <laughs> You're exhausted for after him. all that helicopter shit. Yeah. And I was just, I was coming out of the theater like, yo, I need a nap. Like, <laughs> I was holding my breath for the last like hour. Well, let's just say that man fucking ran in oh, this yeah. movie. He runs he in ran. every movie, but bro. he ran. So, it's like he under, he's like listened to all the jokes about him running in every movie. He's like, you know what? He I'm gonna fuck down. He's like, I'm gonna fucking top that. I'm gonna yeah. just run across London. I feel like I've mentioned this like every day, every time we talk about it. But you know, there's like a super cut of him running in every movie. Oh, I haven't seen that. Literally, it's like hilarious. it's probably about twenty minutes long. Yeah. it's like That's literally amazing. a super cut of yeah. him anytime yeah. Tom Cruise is ran in a movie. And I believe he did most of his own stunts, and he hurt himself. Yeah, broke, broke, his, broke, his, broke, his, broke his like ankle. Yeah. Yeah. there's a scene where he's after a certain building jump, and he's limping. Yeah, he's like limping. You know what's crazy? That's like I, they actually left. They said they left that shot in the movie. So like everybody in my theater when like he does that jump, everybody just like winced all at yeah. once because yeah. everybody they, knew that they that's even like... kind of like focused in on his foot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think that he they really showed him breaking his yeah. foot in the in the movie. That's insane. You got to <laughs> calm down, Tom. What do you think you about it? You, said... um, like like you kind of already kind of gave like your I thought. Said, it, yeah. It's just it's it's. I think, in this time when movies have to be so many things at once mm-hmm. it's very refreshing for an action movie to be honest with itself yeah oh yeah and not try to you know be a comedy not try yeah. to be dramatic not try to be 
you know, political commentary. Mm-hmm. It's just like, we're going to run for two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And shit's going to blow up. <laughs> and very unlikely things will happen. Yeah. And there's going to be some some crazy fight scenes. Yeah. Crazy fight scenes, good villains, cool cars, that beautiful M5 that he was driving, the vintage BMW. Oh, yeah. Um, the... I'm blanking out on the female agent's name. The, the other one on the motorcycle. Oh, I know she was in. She was in the. She was you in the fifth name? movie. She was in fifth. I didn't see the movie. Yeah, but yeah, but you know, you know, stuff. You know yeah, but not like that stuff. You got Sam. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's kind of interesting that you mentioned the car because, like, I noticed Mission Impossible movies don't make such a big deal of showcasing a car like they do in like a Bond movie. Like it's so sort of like. If you're a car guy, you'll notice Some, the car. Sometimes, because they, they, I remember, I can't remember which one it was, but they debuted the i8. Okay. Um, in one of them. I think it was the third one. Third or fourth. Um, but yeah, I mean, they never go too hard on the cars, like, like you said, like a Bond movie, because it's not like, you know, a gadget-centric yeah, yeah. kind of thing. But they always have something pretty cool, whether mm-hmm. it be a cool... I know Tom Cruise is really into motorcycles. And yeah. He's had plenty of like super crazy custom mm. bikes um <laughs> <laughs> jason just cr- he just cracked the cold one with the boys under the table it's, it's beer o'clock um at the cool table but uh yeah it was it was a lot of fun it was exactly what you think it was and yeah. for once that's a good thing you, you yeah. just made me think of something like at watching all the movies they do need a new gadget in this movie because yeah. the like their biggest thing that they've been using for all of these movies is the face changing thing. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Like, so, like, so I'll give you guys my perspective. I really liked it. Like I was telling you, like I, I watched all of them, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in anticipation. And I remember in the first one, they put, they, there was a gadget in the first one that I had totally forgotten about. And it was the chewing gum where it's like red and green and you put it together and you stick it somewhere and it blows up. Oh, That's yeah. the only time they ever used that gadget, which I thought was kind of interesting. Interesting. They haven't brought it back. And yeah, you're right. The mask was like the first gadget they showed yeah. in, in yeah. this whole series. That's like the, the thing. Yeah. And the w- thing. was that thing, the face thing, was that ever in the original, original? Because isn't Mission Impossible? Yeah. It's a yeah. TV series. TV yeah. Series. Was, yeah. Was that ever in the original? Uh, I, I don't original? know. I have, like, I don't know. I've I wonder never... if that's something that just carried on. They're like, you know, it worked in the old y- ones. And yeah. I mean, it, the funny thing, it still works. I know, it yeah. works. Like, it totally fooled me again. It, you know? it definitely works, especially yeah. when they, uh, when they, double. when they, when they, uh, what, when they when tricked they the, Henry Cavill, when they yeah. tricked oh, Henry yeah, Cavill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah uh, the, the voice thing is, even though it's such a simple, like, cinematic little slide yeah. of hand, but the voice changer sticker thing yeah. is always really cool to watch. And they've been doing that since the second one. Gotcha. Because in the second one is when they did that. Actually, no, 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 no. I think they did that in the first that, one as They well. might have did that in the first one. Yeah, too. yeah. Yeah. I think the first time I noticed it was in the second one. But, yeah, the first one is interesting because... If you put the first one and this last one, it just feels like completely different genre. Yeah. Mm. Like the first one feels more like noirish, more like yeah. old school spy stuff. And one of the things that I never noticed was that so John I, I always wondered why John Voigt's character was in the first one. And just kind of reading through Wikipedia and stuff, I guess John Voigt's character is supposed to be the original protagonist of the series. Yeah. He's supposed to play that. And it, and this movie is supposed to showcase that that guy was disavowed and became bad. So now we have Ethan Hunt as the guy, gotcha, the new leader, wait. protagonist. You mean antagonist? He was the protagonist. No, he was the he was like the Ethan Hunt of the TV series. Oh, yeah. 
Oh. Yeah. At least his character, not John Voight. Well, that was my two cents. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to make a correction. Yeah. Oh, I'm wrong? Okay. (laughs) I'll step over here. I'm just going to drink my beer. (laughs) You can chime in anytime, Jason. Um, Yeah. No, it's it's such a, I mean, the growth that we've seen in this whole movie, like, and it's kind of funny, like we were talking, you just meant, you mentioned spinoff stuff and there was like a moment in the fourth one, which was the one I think with Jer- Jeremy Renner was in it, mm-hmm. where you could tell they were trying to sort of make Jeremy Renner like the next guy yeah. to take over. And they were just like, nope. Never mind. And Tom Cruise outran him. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Actually, um, I was reading that they wanted him back in this movie. Oh, okay. But. The Avengers? Well, Avengers, he, he actually had the... T- could have done this movie, the time. but they just wanted him back to kill him, so he didn't want to come back and do it. Just <laughs> yeah. so they could kill him. We're just gonna what murder you, Jeremy Renner. Yeah, I have a legacy. They <laughs> wanted to kill, like, kill him off in the beginning, and that would give them more. That would, uh, the director said, they would have gave them another reason for them to come yeah. after. Yeah, there's another. There's enough disrespect yeah. in Avengers. Let's leave that <laughs> <man> alone. <laughs> Poor Hawkeye. Um, so let's go in and talk about like. So, Julian, what was your favorite moment? Or Oh, uh, I think I really liked the bathroom fight scene. Okay, I I liked that 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 Asian dude kicked their ass. Yeah, he did. He was literally beating the hell out of yeah. them. It was so funny to watch. And when I watched that scene, I'm all like, I'm all, I was thinking, dang, I wish like Henry Cavill hit like this as Superman. I was right? I've been saying that. <laughs> right? I've been saying that since the fucking trailer. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was like, holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, man, I was like, why like, does he the punch way like they, this Superman? The way they shot him as like a true brawler. Yeah. That was that would have been dope. Let's just say I don't know what the fuck was up with this movie, but for some reason, every girl in my theater, when he did the fucking like he cocked his like his like wrist. Oh, yeah, when he, yeah, when he did that, like, like every girl in my theater was just like <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Like I wish he would fight like that, like in Superman. Yeah. I liked his character. Like yeah. I, I, yeah. I kind of wish he didn't die. You that dude's a fucking badass, though. Yeah. He like really was just like, oh, that guy can kill me. Like yeah. he, he really gave he, off that air. Henry like, Cavill's character was dope. He was predictable, but I, re- I still yeah. enjoyed the character. Yeah, I re- was the mustache worth it? It added to his character. Yeah, it added. Yeah. To it the definitely character. added it to look, like. It did look devious. I don't yeah. remember. It definitely could have been a fake mustache if exactly. they wanted it to be. Yeah. They, yeah. they didn't have to do yeah. that to be dicks. Somebody, yeah. somebody was just being a joke. Yeah, they, for sure. He didn't need that. Like, that could have been a fake <laughs> yeah. mustache. Remember but you know what's script? crazy, though? Like, watching him with the mustache, I'm like, now it makes me wish they would have kept, give, gave him a beard in Justice League. Like, oh, you know, yeah. instead of just having him clean. When he shit, first came up. Scruff. Yeah. yeah, just give him some scruff in Justice League. You know, it works. The other scene I liked, I right before that, I liked the uh, uh, the parachuting scene. I thought that yeah. was really dope. Oh, the halo jump. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was dope, especially because he was so cocky. Yeah, like he got knocked he out got and he took struck his, by fucking lightning. Yeah, he got struck by that lightning. That was fucking insane. Yeah, that I was, was just like, crazy. I that's really a, that's something you could only write in a Mission Impossible <laughs> yeah. movie. Like, all right, they're skydiving from space <laughs> and then get hit by lightning, and no one at the writers' table is like, that's weird. <laughs> No one dies. Yeah. And then he wakes up like, oh, you didn't have your oxygen tank? Yeah. Like, yeah. I thought that was good. That was, that was Those are my two favorite scenes. That's insane. You, Seth? Um, I always like, I mean, the bathroom scene was really, really good. Um, when he when the dude first got hit with the laptop. Oh, that was, man. That was pretty epic. Yeah. Um, but I'm just a sucker for a good chase. And there was a lot of, like, motorcycle and car chases mm-hmm. that were, they, they dragged on a bit, a mm-hmm. wee too long. But... They were still enjoyable, yeah. nonetheless. And they, I mean, the, I don't know how they shoot it, 
and the, the amount of close calls mm-hmm. is just like it's yeah. re- they have it down to an art. I th- I thought the car chase thing was funny because it was like they stopped one car chase to start another car chase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they like, like they what? definitely doubled down on. <laughs> yeah, that. I was like, this is a lot of car chase. It, it definitely felt like a ode, like a like homage to uh, the Born Identity. Mm-hmm. Remember that chase in Paris? Yeah, yeah. But this one felt for some reason much more realistic. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you know. Because I bet you Tom Cruise was really driving around that. Yeah, exactly. Kill himself. (laughs) Um, I had a few favorite moments. First one is, yeah, obviously the bathroom fight scene. I thought that was like amazing choreography. I was watching an interview with Henry Cavill on Jimmy Kimmel, and he said that that whole scene took about four weeks to film. Wow. Yeah, because they said they had to get the choreography down right, and Tom Cruise is a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. So like they were like just shooting in that bathroom for like 20 something that, days that one chop in the throat i, I, would I like felt that, that. i felt that you're talking about throat chops yeah i was like oh my and yeah. he, he was choking i was like oh i felt i feel that in my throat yeah it was oh, brutal it was brutal as hell man but you're right like i, I honestly wish henry cavill w- fought like that as superman and yeah. hopefully that makes like the next director of a super by the way like watching this watching henry carl di- henry cavill directed by this guy christopher McQuarrie, which is the director of Fallout, mm-hmm. I want him to direct a Superman movie. Well, there there are there's talk of this that. talk there's of that. There's of talk that? of him either doing that or Green Lantern. No, I want him to do a Superman. There's movie. talk of him he doing either one of those. Yes, <laughs> I looked at James. I am very happy to be here. <laughs> Thought maybe you wanted to <laughs> add <laughs> it to that, but uh, <laughs> I didn't see the movie. <laughs> um, Another thing that we didn't talk about was uh, the helicopter chase scene at yeah. the very end. Mm-hmm. where That's where it gets very Mission impossible Yeah. Like, the amount of what the fuck. But it's still... <laughs> it's still he was, like, trying to ram them with the yeah. helicopter. Still, like, only Tom Cruise. Only Tom Cruise. Yeah. Only Mission Impossible. Only this. And that's another scene that he actually... Learned how to fucking fly a helicopter and did all those scenes himself. Oh, I was literally about to, that was all really. It was all him. Like none all of that the, was all green, the, screen, is it green screen. No, well, there was green screen obviously when like he crashes, but like oh yeah, they literally <laughs> left. They literally <laughs> nah, he really crashed that, <laughs> died, then came and back he to rock life. climbed the face of that yeah. mountain. <laughs> well, what I was thinking was like even when he was climbing and he mm. fell mm-hmm. at the bottom of the bags, that was oh. that was they were really in the air for that. Probably there was probably a net under there. I, there was something. probably there was yeah, probably yeah. like a rig or something. Yeah, that's crazy. But like, all they did was uh, whatever. Oh, and <laughs> another thing I another thing I was waiting for was uh when he was rock climbing on the side at the end. Yeah, I was waiting for. I was like, oh, are they gonna like like kind of homage he's, he's to the, the thing, yeah, like, the like, Jesus gonna, pose? Exactly. Yeah. I was like, they're gonna homage to no, the like part it, two. It like, was so funny. It was so funny when they did that. I was like. Oh yeah, Ethan Hunt can rock climb. Like I had yeah. totally forgotten that he knows oh, how to yeah. rock climb. He knows how to rock climb yeah. as yeah. fuck. Like that's what yeah. he does. Yeah. Motorcycles, rock climbing, yeah. and right. continuous pace running. Yeah. Um, um, what did you guys think of Sean Harris's character, the Solomon Lane? He's so I rewatching the, the, the bad guy. Oh, that, the, the one the from the last the movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I rewatched. He was he was the bad guy in uh, Rogue five. Nation. Yeah, in five, and. He's actually much more villainous with the beard because he didn't have a beard in that one. Um, and I, I don't know, like he's, he's good. He was creepy. I think you know? he he pulled off creepy really well. Yeah. And I actually like that he wasn't overused. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I felt like his percentage of screen time was was really clean because he was creepy. He was mysterious. He had his very like anarchy driven mm-hmm. um, yeah. ethos that yeah. 
it's not as relatable, but it's fine. Um, and I thought he did a good job, especially the the at the end the fight scenes with um, Henry Cavill. No, with oh, I always keep thinking of her name. What is Rebecca Ferguson? Rebecca I, Ferguson. Yeah. Isa I, Faust. Ilsa. 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 Yeah. Um, the the scene in the cabin when mm-hmm. they were going back and forth and he was just like fucking he, her up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was. So yeah, I, th- I think he did a good job. That was a really good fight scene. Like that, that was, whole yeah. thing, it really was. Yeah, like I like when she's fighting him and trying and to try save to keep him from uh, like not Simon Pegg's character. Yeah. yeah. It was real done. Yeah, that was and good. She did y'all could have told me y'all was all going to see Mission Impossible, man. I think we, we all saw it separately. Well, yeah. We well, had been talking we, about we it. We could have like, said something. I'm wait, like, but let me ask you something. This is an interesting new dynamic at the cool table. Is our review making me making you want to watch it? No. Uh, <laughs> I try. Because there's a lot of stuff. You guys the, you guys have talked about, oh, this guy from this movie, this movie. So then like, look, maybe down the line I can watch it because I still got to find Mission Impossible 2. I gotta find the third one. I have to. Well, I have a fire stick, so <laughs> I will find them and I will watch them. Yeah. Did, did you feel like you needed to catch up? I, the only one I felt like I should have really, because I watched the fifth one, but I didn't pay attention to it as much. Yeah. I should have rewatched the fifth one like the day before. Yeah. Or like right I don't even remember the fifth one, but I, I could have watched it. I could have not. I have the memory of a goldfish, so <laughs> I could have seen all of these. Yeah. Um, but normally with sequels. Because my memory's fried, I don't remember anything that's happened in previous ones, like unless I literally watch it the yeah. night before. So, I think it, in my opinion, I think it's fine to just pick a fucking movie and watch yeah. it. Yeah, like they they run pretty well. They they did a good job of just uh the 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 references that that they had to the previous movies were for like people who were fans of the series. Yeah, if you've watched every single one of them, then like oh this person was in this or this was from that one, like. There's little things here and there, but I feel like the only one you should watch is the fifth one, so Rogue Nation, and then watch it because it's by the same director. It's the you first to start with the Philip Seymour well, Hoffman. Yeah, I would say start with that one because he yeah. would know you would know about the wife. So the wife, then, yeah, the yeah, wife is a bit. Yeah, so then I wouldn't skip over the second. So that's why I'm saying yeah. like somebody who hasn't you, followed if, the if canon. If you need to skip one, you could skip the fourth one, even though the fourth one is I like the fourth. The one. fourth one is one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it sounds like There's this is an enjoyable. It sounds like this is an enjoyable <laughs> series, and I've just been kind of resting on my laurels when it comes to. Yeah, it, I'll be honest. It's an enjoyable series. Yeah, hey. Then I will come back. We will circle back next episode. I will have watched all Mission Impossibles, hopefully. And yeah, that's I, an ambitious claim. <laughs> Six movies. I, I got time. I, got, right. I, got, I, got I mean, I did it for like a week. So yeah, I, yeah, I, I think the fourth one and this one are probably my favorite. You finish your Punisher? <laughs> I'm very happy, to be, very happy to be here. No, okay. So like um, a few things too, like in terms of story, how did you guys feel about that? Um, all the like the multiple double crosses that happened. I think like it, they double cross like eight times. I think in that little like tunnel. Yeah, I think it's like anything to make. Not that these aren't fun, but anything to make these fun. Yeah. Um, in like a relatively predictable arc, like go for it. Like I, I think it just added to it. Like yeah. the switch with um Sean Harris's character, mm-hmm. um, and who else am I forget? Angela Bassett's mm-hmm. kind of flip flop. Yeah. Um, I love Angela which, Bassett. Like, yeah, and I think it was so good, good to see her in the of, series of representing, you know, government's place mm-hmm. in that we're like we're yeah. friends when we need you, right? And we're not when we don't. Yeah, and I think she she played that role well, right? Um, Alec Baldwin, shout out to Alec oh Baldwin. yeah, Alec Baldwin. badass, rest badass. in peace. 
Not rest. Not rest. <laughs> not rest. Saddle bottom. But, but in the his character. <laughs> rest in peace to uh, Alan Hunt. Unleashed. It, yeah. I like that he got he got a couple like he got a he, little fight scene. He got a fight scene yeah, with yeah. Henry Cavill. It was pretty good. It was like watching like old school Batman and Superman. I've yeah. always loved the dynamic of like in all spy movies mm-hmm. when the the commissioner character or the whatever the mm-hmm. guy yeah. kind of on the other side of the phone. It, there's always like a small scene that forces you to remember that this person had to climb up the soldier route yeah. to get to that office yeah, chair. Yeah. And I think whenever there's like a small room, whenever you see like an old dude just kind of like, all right, well, I used mm-hmm. to do this yeah. and get out there <laughs> yeah. and, and kind of get dirty a little bit. That, yeah. that specific type of scene is always enjoyable. It's very cool, yeah. All right, it. let's move on. <laughs> nah, <laughs> um, I, I think we got like 10 more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Julian, what do you think was the weakest link? Um... <laughs> I, I don't, I don't really, I don't know. Like, I, for these type of movies, it was, it's like I'm watching it for one thing, and that's action. I don't know mm-hmm. if there was a a real weak link to me. I wouldn't say it was the greatest movie. It was fun. Mm-hmm. I just had fun with it. I, I don't. Yeah. I can't really think of like what would be the weakest link. Honestly, if, there, if there's one thing that I would like people to not learn, that's pretentious but to to take away from our reviews mm-hmm. is to watch movies as they're presented to you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Don't go into an action movie expecting Chinatown. A hundred percent agree. A right. Drama going. Yeah. There's no action. Yeah. Don't go into an action movie and go. It wasn't funny. Yeah. Like, right. And I hear reviews like that all the time. Like, oh, yeah, I went in there for a specific reason. Was yeah. Like yeah. action. And yeah. it gave and me all of that. that. I got it yeah. more than enough. So it was a good. Like, how does Tom Cruise try to kill himself this time? You know, yeah, I mean? yeah. No, very satisfied with Mission Impossible. Yeah. Um. So you didn't have a weakest link. Not really. I mean, I agree with Julian that uh, Superman's character was predictable. Yeah, that that but, might be the that might have been the weakest link that I was able to predict that so easily. But I still enjoyed his character. But yeah, yeah I didn't. It didn't bother me. So yeah, it didn't bother me. I wouldn't call that a weak link. I would yeah. call that a it's an action movie and stop digging so much. Yeah. Um. I'll give. Three and a half, four out of five. Okay, two thumbs up. Um, my weakest, my <laughs> well, I don't know. We're, we're grading it already. We have a few more topics. Oh, you had some that. more topics. In yeah. It? Okay. Um, Sorry, Jason. I guess I guess my weakest link was um the Wes Bentley character, the new husband at the very end. Oh, okay. I it, he felt kind of unnecessary because like I felt like he was supposed to be kind of a dork. Like I think he re- I think he annoyed you on purpose. No, I, but it wasn't so much that because it felt so like oh why is this. Like it just they kind of set it up in a way like oh the husband's gonna be involved or something like I had that feeling when he yeah. like popped up I was like why is Wes Bentley in this you know yeah it it not didn't take me out of it but it kind of it distracted me just a bit because I was just like is he a bad guy is he not and maybe that was the intention but he, that was the only thing that kind of like I felt like he was kind of just a placeholder like okay. kind of a a representation that like yeah. Ethan Hunt really wants her to be happy yeah. And she represents the safety of a normal life, and True. he kind of has to keep her at bay. But I don't think his his actual character meant much other than kind of a marker. Mm. Um. Well, I mean, now that we're on this, do you guys have any nitpicks for the movie? I think we've nitpicked enough. Okay. Uh, who? Do, um. I think it was that, and I think. I'm trying to think. Uh, do I have any other nitpicks on it? I think one of the things that I've noticed about this series is that, like, I'm just curious how many fucking agents are in IMF. 
Like no. it's like every movie. Not enough. No, but it seems like it's it, it's like both. It's like not enough, and then there's like all these agents that all of a sudden are disavowed. Yeah. It's like how many fucking agents do you guys have on the field? I don't think anyone gets it right. Yeah. I think everyone gets kicked out. Um. Um. Yeah, I think that's my only. That's been my nitpick of the series since I've watched all of it. It's just like I'm just curious, like just how many, how many agents do they actually have in the whole organization that they're trying to just like kick everybody out of it. Um, yeah. Uh, Julian, you wanted to talk about the White Widow? Oh, well, the reason I wanted to talk about the White Widow was because we're going to have another subject. I think it's uh, Birds of Prey. So ah, okay, we'll okay. We'll All right, later. cool, cool, cool. Ah, okay. Um, okay, should we move on? Oh, finally. <laughs> Jason suffering. How did you guys feel about the credits when they roll? <laughs> <laughs> did anybody else think there was going to be an after credits scene for that? Sure. I feel like I'm just forever tortured to just... <laughs> Yeah, I kind of waited just a little bit. I was like, is there going to be something after there? And I was like, no. I think, you know what? It's funny. Mission Impossible is a movie that is surviving because that movie, this whole series has been around since 1996, which is crazy. And it's survived. It's surviving in a marketplace or in a world where superhero movies rule the box office like every other month. So Isn't the, that crazy? Do you remember when we craved a superhero oh, movie? And a now good one? Yeah, we got one. Yeah. Blade. The very first <laughs> one. True. Blade didn't suck. Blade did like, not suck. No, Blade didn't suck. Did that come out in like 97 or 98? 97. Yeah. Blade, Blade, Blade 2? Like, yeah, it was 90. It was one, incredible. It was one of Guillermo del Toro's best movie. It was one of my very one first of DVDs that I ever owned was, was Blade. Remember the opening scene? I had that. That was like one of my first MP3s that I downloaded on Napster. Shout out Napster. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Napster. Out. Only real ones now. Yeah. yeah. LimeWire. Um, <laughs> Bear share. Ka- no, no, no. Before LimeWire, it was Kazaa. Kazaa. Was- yeah. Remember, every- <laughs> remember everything kept getting shut thing? down? Yeah. <laughs> How did we find out about shit that got shut down? Because we were literally on Post-it notes and AIM. Is that it was just in school, we like the like, like schoolyard yeah, talk. Yeah, it was yeah, just to talk to each other. Yeah, we used to talk to each other. Exactly. LimeWire. And there was always a kid who had a like a CD burner. In your yeah. class, there was always I that came kid. With Brandon half from Julian had a. <laughs> I had like, one. You were the kid. Mul- yeah. Multiple deck CD burner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I used to be selling CDs. At Bootleg school. King. Yeah, there was always that kid. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, okay, so what? What is? Uh, so you say you give it three out of four? Three and a half out of four, or three and a half uh, out of five? Three and a half. Three and a half out of. Five. I'll use the same metric to stop being a dick. Yeah. Um, three and a half out of five. I'll, I'll agree. I give it a four and a half. Oh wow! Yeah, I, I was entertained. It was, I was I was thoroughly entertained the entire time. I give it a four. Okay, so three and a half, four, four and a half. Yeah, I was thoroughly entertained. Um, so there was an article that came out on Hollywood Reporter that was uh, giving the Dark Knight con- comparison to Mission Impossible Fallout, and I think it's it's a te- in context for what so. I guess in the context of like the mo- the Mission Impossible finally getting it right. If that makes any sense. And I, f- I feel like it's, I mean, it's not that it hasn't, it's been a bad series, but I feel like this movie was like, it really was just like effortlessly, mm. you know, in, you know, just going through its own lane, essentially. And I think that's what The Dark Knight did mm. uh, 10 years ago. So it kind of speaks to what The Dark Knight has established in the past 10 years that now that's become the metric yeah. for what certain movies, if a movie set is compared to like, Oh, this is the Dark Knight of this series, or if like a actor like they, you know, Michael B. Jordan was compared to, oh, his the Heath Ledger performance in the Dark Knight. Like now that is a metric, and it's been ten years of the Dark Knight, 
how do you guys feel about that? And like, we're going to jump into uh, like a talk of like the past 10 years of the dark night, but what, like, what do you think that says? You know, I think that says Nolan was able to do something that DC still hasn't figured out, mm. which is to create, <laughs> it's, I swear we don't mean to do this, but um, I think Batman, like, as his origin of like the greatest detective mm-hmm. is kind of in, in its simplicity when you take it as I remember reading about uh, Taika Waititi's Thor where he kind of took a superhero movie mm-hmm. and broke it down into the basics of what each movie is so mm-hmm. whether it be a love story or a kid trying to fit into school mm-hmm. or someone getting bullied like you just kind of break it down to its basic shape mm-hmm. and I think he was able to do that with Batman in a way that the theatrics can't pull off. It has to be a just good movie. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a testament to how clean that that blade was. Mm-hmm. Because like it wasn't the only like I remember when uh not Spectre, uh Skyfall, the Bond movie came uh-huh. out and that was compared to The Dark Knight. They were like calling it the the like the Bond Dark Knight or whatever, yep. like Bond's version of the Dark Knight. And it's true, like even in terms of like the musical cues and yep. just the way the style of it, how clean it felt. Um, and I think that what that means is like when a movie finally gets it right or a franchise finally gets it right, that's what the Dark Knight was. The Dark Knight got Batman right. Yep. It was like, it was, you know, a lot of people say like, oh, it's just a cop movie, but with Batman in it. But while watching the Dark Knight like 10 years ago, like watching Batman fly over Hong Kong, I was like, "That's the Batman that I remember imagining." Yeah. And you know, while playing it's, with it's my funny action that figure. they're saying that as a bad thing, but yeah. that's what makes it good. Yeah, is it's a good cop movie. Yeah, with Batman in it. Yeah, and I think that Batman's a really good cop. Yeah, <laughs> like that, yeah. When you, yeah, when pretty you much. break it down to its yeah. basic shape, like yeah. detective, it, he's he's the greatest detective, and yeah. I think to honor that without trying to like kind of distract us with gadgets and theatrics like right. that's what makes it you have to make a good movie first yeah like and i think the superhero genre gets confused by trying to give us a superhero movie instead mm-hmm. of a good movie yeah and like what you said back to detective that's kind of funny how nolan brought it back to batman's actual origin you mm-hmm. know detective comics it mm-hmm. wasn't really so it's kind of like mm-hmm. that's how he did start off so it's kind of like that that film made me miss a grown man i've never met in my life like mm-hmm. watching it, rewatching it again a couple of days ago made me genuinely miss Heath Ledger. And I was mm-hmm. like, I never yeah. shook this man's hand. He could have mm-hmm. been an ass. Like, but yeah. like his portrayal of the Joker, which I know we'll all get into, yeah. was something that was like going back to even like making the, the pencil disappear. Like yeah. even yeah. the the heist scene in the beginning, yeah. how he talked to how he talked to Harvey Dent yeah. basically basically told Harvey, like, hey man, you know, it was like, Hey, this mm-hmm. is why I did it. And Harvey yeah. was like, Oh, Shit, I see that. And like yeah. you know how Harvey was the entire movie. Yeah. But yeah. you know, they did get it right. Yeah. And I don't know if they're gonna any superhero movie would be able to top that. Even yeah. as much as I loved Infinity War. Yeah. Still had that Marvel, that color palette, that tone. You just you just know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like in The Dark Knight, there was a lot of uncertainty. You're like, yeah. oh shit, yo, the Joker Loki might win. Mm-hmm. But obviously, yeah. you know. Loker well, yeah, Loker. The Joker, I mean in that movie did he did when like it's like probably one of the first superhero movies where like the villain actually won. He was able to tear down Gotham, yeah. except towards to the 
the N in. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. What did you guys? So, um, um, so the first time we ever saw a glimpse of <clears throat> this movie was I don't know if you guys remember this, but when I Am Legend came out, mm-hmm. um, it, if you went to go see the IMAX version the of it, yeah, there was a preview the of that heist, and there hadn't been anything done like that before. And uh, The Dark Knight was the first feature film that was gonna have IMAX, like it was gonna it was gonna have like scenes shot in IMAX. And I remember it was like a huge thing. How did you guys feel when we first saw that? Like when he takes off his you know, just yeah. that whole scene. Yeah. How did you guys feel, Jason? How I wasn't did... expecting that. I wasn't. I was. Uh, well, obviously, we're coming from the Batman Begins one, so that's a totally different mm-hmm. style from the yeah. you know the Tim Burton mm-hmm. you yeah. know. Batman that we had, so you have to kind of readjust to that and then see that. Yeah, that shit was like, and I was honestly, I was one of those people who was like, Oh, Heath Ledger, like, oh, I don't think he can do it because I had only seen him in like 10 things I hate about you. And <laughs> yeah, obviously, yeah. I was being the I was being the macho guy, I've never even seen Brokeback Mountain, but yeah. I was just kind of joining in on the parade as, yeah. as if this guy can't be my Joker. He was <laughs> yeah. in Brokeback Mountain, and like, so fucking stupid, yeah, and shellhead. I almost yeah. feel like. He might have read some shit that I said online, and was like, <laughs> you know, I almost feel bad about like, yeah. what I used to say yeah. about it. That's why I kind of, I don't land base castings as yeah. much anymore because yeah. I'm like, all right, let's. You don't let's, know what people are about. To let's do. give it. Let's give it a chance. Yeah. You know, obviously, like the Jared Leto situation, it's like, yes, I can do that now because mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that Joker wasn't terrible. Ah, yeah, that's for you. That's for you. That's for you. That's for you. That that Joker was a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> With self self deprecating <laughs> tattoos, I still have hope Matt Reeves is gonna fix that Joker. Yeah. Yes, I hope so. Well, yeah. whichever one Joaquin Phoenix is a part of, that will bring it back to a centered, grounded Joker because they got the best old actors in the damn game. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, back to that. That I, yeah. was that. They gave me a lot of. I think it. It's really. I don't want to say it's sad, but I think. In our era of blogs and news bites which we're about to go through so we're part of the we're, we're one of the perpetrators but i don't think i don't think a film trailer having mystique can exist anymore mm-hmm. and i think there i mean there's a whole era of like i remember the independence day trailer where mm-hmm. it was just the white house being blown up yeah and to kind of give you like a true teaser or just a clip coming out without us kind of digging and digging and digging and kind of ruining it for ourselves. Go ahead. No. Um, so I, I think that's why that was so amazing. Like mm-hmm. it was really a, a glimpse into something. And I think trail, in my opinion, trailers give way too much right now. Yeah. Like they give you 90% of what's going on in the movie. Yeah. Um, and I wish that there was a little bit of restraint. I wish mm-hmm. there was a little bit of mystique left in yeah. the art of a trailer. Right. I, before that teaser, there was another teaser that gave even less that yes, came out uh, in comic. It was during our mm-hmm. first Comic Con. Uh, it, it just showed like the the Batman logo breaking, fl- it flaming up. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. and you literally just heard like the laugh. You heard uh, you heard sound bites of like Alfred talking to and, Batman, yeah, and Batman talking, and then he's talking about the world burning, and then yeah. you just hear the Joker, the Joker laugh. That was yeah. cool. And I thought that was trailer. I was, was like, oh my cool. god, you just, I just got chills. Like you just, that was such a I remember special that. moment. Yeah, <laughs> I remember saving that on my computer and yeah. replaying that all yeah, the time I, just because, like, yeah, the hype on that was insane. That came out the same, the same weekend as like. 
when they released Iron Man. Yeah. Iron that, Man. So I remember that. I remember that Comic Con. I remember. I didn't go to that Comic Con, but like I remember there was a huge. That was another thing. I think it was like a huge sort of like viral sort of augmented reality game where like if you went to a certain location, you can find like a code, and it slowly revealed. The Joker, Joker's face. The Joker's yeah. face. Yeah, they were oh, doing wow. a lot of social yeah. stuff for that. Yeah. Like there was little stuff. They would have the the campaign for Harvey Dent. Yeah. There was like yeah, little yeah, things little on that. Campaign buttons and yeah. everything. Yeah. And yeah, then it fi- was... you would finally get the Joker's face. Yeah. yeah. The marketing on that was insane. Yeah. That was the year where uh in the center of the Comic Con grounds mm-hmm. was a big box that had Stark Industries mm. on it. And then like I think the second day they opened it and it was the suit that he had built in the cave. That's awesome. And it was just like I, I almost miss being starved of superhero content yeah. so that you can be excited about yeah. it. Yeah. I feel like when it when it's come to marketing and I, and obviously like the internet was such a was such a different place in two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Like social media was like what well, we had barely had Twitter, we barely had like Facebook and stuff. So I feel like teasing things was a little easier yeah you know but that's what i mean, I mean we ruin it for ourselves yeah for like, sure i think they give too much and we <clears throat> take too much oh yeah um to where the i mean if a movie can pull off keeping some kind of mystique mm-hmm. i would be thoroughly impressed yeah because as soon as you start filming i see set photos oh yeah for it's sure it's like there's no let's wait to see what this person looks imagine seeing a character for the first time in a theater mm-hmm or imagine insane. if like we didn't like if they if for example if like Disney had hid that like Josh Brolin scene like Thanos' scenes until the movie oh like they God. just hinted it or something like but they didn't show it until no. the actual movie like yeah that would have been awesome that would be special yeah um what do you remember when you first saw like that scene from the did you see it that that first op- the opening scene from the Dark Knight. Like the, the, te- the teaser, yeah, the one. Yeah, um, I was excited, man, and I, I don't, I honestly don't remember how I felt about Heath Ledger. I'm sure I had some some hesitation um, because he hadn't been in anything like mm-hmm. that. Um, but I know that it felt dark enough. Mm-hmm. Like it felt like it wasn't gonna be cartoony, and I think that's what's really cool about growing up as a comic book fan. We're not kids. Yeah. So right. to give us an adult movie based on these, essentially, like, they're meant to be childish things, but all these themes are not childish by any yeah. means. Yeah. Um, so I think that was kind of our first, it was our first time being respected as a genre. Mm. And, and you felt that right from that teaser. Right. You know what I liked about that teaser was that it starts off extremely brutal. Obviously, like all the guys that are in the that heist team are like killing each other, and at the very end, you know the Joker puts the the bomb in the the bank manager's mm-hmm. mouth, and you think like you know based on what you've seen so far, you're like, oh shit, this guy's gonna blow his head off, and then when it you know he pulls the clip and he just has the smoke, it's like the most Joker thing. Yeah. Like it's like it was like the cinematic equivalent of like seeing like a little flag come out yeah, of a gun. Right. You were the boom. Like I love that. It's it was like it still kept the essence of the Joker. He's a maniac, but he's just like, I won't kill you, I'll just fuck yeah. with you. Yeah. Yeah. Part I remember when I first saw it, I thought that it was gonna be Joker gas. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's another <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah. Like he was gonna end up all like yeah, yeah, yeah. face. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, well, I'm going to do the, the review format for this movie because, you know, obviously we've never done the review format for the, for the Dark Knight. Oh, wow. Um, so, Jason, what's your favorite moment of the Dark Knight? Joker's speech with Harvey Dent in the hospital. Yeah. Mm. We watched him literally change a man with a heart of gold mm-hmm. and basically get him he to see. He broke a man. He basically get he got him to see his point of view and see the world through his eyes. Mm-hmm. Which was crazy because the entire movie Harvey Dent is you white know, he's, knight. He's yeah, yeah, he's Harvey Dent. Yeah, but then literally just a conversation with the dude that basically the, the dude that put you in there, mm-hmm. basically telling you like, hey, I didn't, hey, yeah. Wasn't, yeah, you know, wasn't wasn't up to me. Like, based the, the everything that he said to him, and given the current climate today, all mm-hmm. that all that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. everything about his whole arc and how he changed mm-hmm. made so much sense. And I thought that. Just just recently watching it again, yeah. I took that away as like, wow, that was super powerful because that's basically who all Gotham had left. Once mm-hmm. you yeah. take out Batman, that was that was it. Yeah, you know that they had Harvey Dent. Yeah, at least you know. Yeah, obviously the commissioner, but because Batman wasn't done cleaning up the city yet. Yeah, that was the no. whole point. It had been yeah. a year since he had come out. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Julian, what was your favorite moment of The Dark Knight? Um. Uh, I. Uh, maybe the the scene. No, you know what? I like the um the car chase scene where he kept bringing out the different weapons. And then yeah. he brought oh, out the RPG. Yeah. Yes, I yeah. like that part. Yeah. I liked it all the way till Batman didn't hit. I liked that whole thing. Yeah, I thought that was good. And, and that them going back and forth kind of reminded me of the first Batman movie where yeah. Batman had the airplane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, come on, hit me. He's like, come yeah, on, yeah. hit me. I thought it was a good homage. Yeah, it was yeah. a little homage to that. Yeah. I agree. When the truck, when the truck flips. Yeah. That scene, yeah. I liked all of that. I like yeah. that. Speaking of that scene, I like the, like the overt Joker message because they had a little bit of him in it too because it said, uh, they put the S, the red S in there. So slaughter. It's slaughter. Yeah. Instead of, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. The like, very Joker thing. Real, yeah. real quick. Almost yeah. like, hey, let me just yeah. do this. And let me, yeah. It's like let me corrupt this yeah. like <laughs> amazing like this this like because you even see like it looks like a little drawing of like a circus tent yeah like a very Joker you know it reminded me of the animated series a lot that whole little scene what was your favorite moment um I would say I have two I, I think the interrogation oh, was, oh was yeah really that one too. that was important <laughs> to me because yeah. it was just yeah it was Batman beating the shit out of him yeah and him going like that's not the point yeah and mm-hmm. I think that that's truly a representation of their dynamic mm-hmm. and why the Joker is his greatest adversary and why he seems to keep winning is because he doesn't follow your rules. And I think that was like a very, if you could break down that movie into that scene, that's what the whole movie was, was Batman trying to use like brute force mm-hmm. and, and normal thinking yeah. And the Joker going like, you don't even know what I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. That and then like, just based off memory because I haven't seen it in a while, um, is him burning the money. I think that mm-hmm. that was a second yeah, thing. Iconic. Like that was crazy. It was such an iconic image. Yeah, and it was again to like reinforce that concept. Yeah, of, like I'm not. It's not about the money. It's not about the money. Motivation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And which makes him a million times more dangerous. Yeah, exactly. He's not because Alfred even reiterates that point. He's like, "This is a man." Because he tells him that when he tells Bruce Wayne the story, the story about the the rubies mm-hmm. yeah. in the jungle, yeah. and he's like, "This is a man who he just felt that he needed to have that bit." 
Like they burned down the entire jungle to try to kill this guy. Yeah. So it was almost like a warning to him. Is like, don't try to kill this guy by force, or don't try to get this guy by force, because you'll destroy yourself and the entire city. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I ha- yeah, I have a few favorite scenes that, I mean, the interrogation is like one of my favorites as well yep. because it's, and it almost speaks to it almost almost makes me sad watching that too because it makes you go like, I wish kind of like Jason said, I wish we would have Heath Ledger for another one. Yeah. To see how that relationship evolves, you know, Damn. that whole because even tells him like we're gonna be doing this forever. Yeah. And like, and that's you know, the Joker versus Batman is, is one of the most iconic rivalries yep. that I wish we would have seen between those two. And we got like a taste of it, you know. And I really love the Hong Kong scene. Yeah. It was the first time we saw Batman outside of Gotham. Mm-hmm. And it really spoke to because even Joker says it, like he's like, This guy doesn't have a jurisdiction. Yeah. He's gonna go get him, and he did that. He knew exactly what Batman was gonna do, yeah. and it was kind of crazy. Like I, when they, when they, when Batman like um, is floating, like flying around Hong Kong, that was pure. It felt like the animated scene. <laughs> Jason has a lot of snacks. He right does. Now. He does. Check gushers. out gushers. <laughs> Um, made me chuckle. It was very much like the animated series, like where yeah. you know Batman flying around and the city. Even the city looked like very. It wasn't Art Deco; it was very modern. But even the lights and how yeah. they looked. Um, and yeah, just the fact that he was like he was in and he was out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like the plane came in, and I actually I remember when I first time I watched the movie, I thought it was gonna be the Batwing. Yeah, that was gonna come and pick him up. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, it's gonna be the Batwing. But, but I feel like that was almost like a precursor. You know what that. else was really fun? The the two bombs on the boats. Oh yeah, yeah, like the one that he makes, like the Joker puts, uh, makes the one boat have the the, the, the detonator. The, the yeah, the boat full of ex-cons. Yeah, and, yeah, and and then yeah, you know, what's the name character throws it off yeah. the. You know, another thing I um I noticed, or I didn't notice, but I I saw online is that when he puts those sticky bombs and when he was in Japan, mm-hmm. and Hong I Kong. think at the time, ta- yeah, Hong Kong, yeah, yeah, and the time it says like. 15 minutes mm-hmm. the whole time it, it was written real time oh like, really yeah like oh, literally shit. it took them 13 minutes yeah. to do all of that oh shit that's like, awesome interesting like in the movie yeah, yeah like I it was literally 13 minutes yeah. of the movie um what did you get i also like the um there was there was an interesting thing and i think it was also spoke to the time that we were in it was um the whole surveillance scene where Batman turns every phone into like an echolocation type thing. And Alfred, I mean, Alfred, not uh, Lucius Fox mm-hmm. has such <laughs> a moral dilemma of like, no, we can't hack people's phones. And I think it spoke to like where we were at the time, like as a country yeah. where like phone surveillance was like this scary thing where you can yeah. listen to it. And like, obviously we live in a different time now, so it almost seems silly, but I found that kind of interesting. It kind of dates it a little bit, you know? Yeah. You know? Uh, no, I agree. Yeah. Um, did you guys have a did you have a weakest link, Jason? Of the movie? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, buddy. Yeah. Maggie Yellenhall. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, boy. I was so. <laughs> you couldn't explain the jubilation. Like, oh, she's out of here. Like, I don't know, man. For some reason, it didn't. Her Rachel wasn't my Rachel. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't like was it the continuity aspect of like not being not, not even, uh, what's it didn't her name even matter about Katie Holmes, Katie Holmes? It's just that she was no it just didn't it didn't from jump it didn't work for mm. me and then when when the, obviously the decision was yeah. made because you can't yeah 
I, I knew it before. Like, yeah. it was going down because I was like, oh, this is where he becomes Two-Face because his face is all in. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. So she's not going to survive. <laughs> but, yeah, it wasn't. It didn't hurt her. Oh, Rachel's arc didn't do much yeah. for me. You know, she wrote him a letter and, mm-hmm. like, all the salutations and all that. But I didn't didn't really care for Maggie Gyllenhaal. Well, I think for me it was kind of, I guess for me, my problem with it was the continuity aspect. I, if, I feel like if they would have kept Katie Holmes, I would have actually cared about her a lot more because it would have made more sense to me, at least visually, to see like, oh, Batman is giving up his life as Batman to be with her. Like, I was yeah. like, that would have made sense. But in my brain, as I was watching, I was like, she's not selling it to me. So yeah. I, she played it so different. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. She did play that character different than... Uh, yeah. Uh, be Katie, Holmes. Katie Holmes, yeah. yeah. That'd be like a super over the top heroine as if she was gonna She was more of like a Lewis Lois Lane. Yeah, she, she was, was gonna, much more of a Lois Lane. Yeah. 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 But yeah, that was Did you have a weakest link? Um no. No. Hmm. Like the movie. Always yeah. you love the movie, but you gotta something. Yeah. There's can't nothing find, that can't find anything bad in that yeah. that movie. <laughs> We're talking Dark Knight Rises. I could find tons of things I don't like about it. <laughs> yeah, not not yeah. In this one. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I could, I could, vague, I could nitpick it. I could vaguely <laughs> agree about the continuity, but I don't. Yeah. When I was in that seat, I don't think it bothered me. Yeah. Um, I think my issue was, and it was always an issue that bothered me was, um, they made such a big deal of like, oh, this guy killed five cops, and. As I was re as I've rewatched them, I like I need to rewatch it again. But like I've never like I there was something that never it never stuck with me. I was like, okay, like that seems like a big deal, but I didn't see it. Not that I didn't. I'm sure he killed cops, but I didn't like. I don't know. It didn't connect to me that whole like, oh, he killed five cops, so we have to chase this guy down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we know what I do have a nitpick. What is it? Batman's voice. Oh, yeah. oh, that was the f- that was okay. So yeah, that was the yeah. first time that he did that. He like fuck like just did the whole like he he like upped it a whole different notch yeah. than he did from Batman Begins. Yeah, that's what happens when you get in Batman Begins. Range. It was a little bit more like it was like very yeah. whispery, yeah. and this one was just like that. him again. That was the that's there's my nitpick. Right? Yeah, there you go. Batman, you got any cigarettes? <laughs> <laughs> it, it sucks that that did become a parody. Yeah, yeah. like there yeah. was like a that, swear to me. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> wait, but me. that was from Batman Begins, though. Was, from was it? Yeah, yeah, that was Scarecrow. No, no, it's when he when he gets that guy and he pulls it out. But it's from Batman Begins. Oh, yeah. you're right, you're right. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, he says a bunch of growly things. Yeah. <laughs> How did, oh, that was me. another thing. How did you guys feel of the change of Gotham? Like it went from like looking like it was in this very very Tim Burton esque very yeah. like, enclosed to Chicago. Didn't get yeah. it. I like that. Actually, I liked it. I, I like the Chicago, but what did you guys feel? I want a Heath to blow it up more. That's but, what but I liked you know what? about it. I think um, that was another change. Like, uh, I feel like Gotham grew mm-hmm. from Batman Begins to because it even looks bigger. It looks bigger in Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises. It looks like an even bigger city. Yeah. Yeah. So, and they filmed that in like L.A., L.A., Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh and Chicago. Chicago. So, yeah, it, it looks like it. Constantly grew yeah. as the movies progress, hmm. so that didn't bother me. I thought that was kind of yeah. cool. Did you have a week of it? Um, no, hmm. I, I I agree with you that it grew. Yeah, as, as far as because when Ra's yeah. al Ghul was doing it, it, that was like eight blocks he was trying to. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And now we have a whole city to <laughs> yeah. save. But yeah, I, I agree. I think I, I think it it's almost like a comic book. Like the setting fits whatever narrative. True. 
And True. so they, they adjust accordingly. If yeah. there's a scene where, you know, Batman has to save millions of people, mm -hmm. it's drawn out like a huge yeah. place. Yeah. If it's a scene that feels very like small town, then mm -hmm. it's enclosed. Yeah. So I think they do a good job of kind of using it to their best interest. Right. Um, were there any other villains that they, they, they showed in this movie? I'm trying to remember because I feel like in Batman Begins, they, I mean, there's, there's they, a, they hinted at a few villains. There's mob villains. Mob villains. Like, uh, the Falcone. Falcone. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I, I don't know if what's his name's uh, character was a actual villain. Um, what's, uh, Spawn's? Michael J. Michael White. Michael J. White. Yeah. I think his character might've been like another mob. He was mob. supposed to be in... Uh, you know, yeah, but they killed him. But he end. was supposed to. They were yeah. originally not. I think his character is also, yeah. And you know, they always bring back Scarecrow yeah. for his little cameo for the other yeah. two. So, yeah. yeah, other than that, there wasn't any other villains. Falcone <clears throat> family, which is yeah. perfect. Yeah, because that would that would have Maroni and Falcone. Yeah, that would have jammed back the movie because you got to think at the end we did get Two Face. Yeah. So regardless of how long we needed to wait for yeah. it, we didn't need a third because yeah. that would have. You would have traipsed into different territories. Then we would have needed to know such. We needed to know Oswald Cobblepot's backstory right. through the Penguin, and yeah. we yeah. needed to know not us. Like I'm saying, we did. We yeah. need to know, but like as as an audience, we would have needed to know like people's backstory. Yeah. Right. Um. Cool. Um. Yeah. Everybody, go home and watch that again. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I, I just that. watched it like I did, I did two, it two, three, two yeah. three weeks. I, did I get so hyped ago. watching that. I like the beginning, just it's fantastic. The, mo yeah. the minute the glass breaks, yeah. you know. The yeah. Um. All right, moving on. Go rewatch the Dark Knight. We love it. Um. Let's jump into news bites. We're gonna try to run sure. through these pretty quickly. Oh, we will. Um. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh. First off. No, I got it. I like it. I think I should use that. <laughs> we got to find a real clip instead of. So first up, we have Black Mask as the potential villain for the Birds of Prey movie that DC's doing. Um, Black Mask. I like Black Mask. Yeah, it's a good villain. Yeah, he's uh, another gangster. Uh, I like him. I, I like. He has a. He had a cool little run yeah. recently in the uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws book. That is actually a really good book. Mm. But uh, for those who don't know Black Mask, he's basically after yeah. the Falconian Maroni. He's a mob boss. He, he's yeah. like the top mob yeah. boss. Him it's, and the Penguin. It's funny, we were just since we were just talking about the Dark Knight, I felt like Black Mask was a villain that I think feel Nolan should have done, too. Yeah, they could have. They could have. I they feel they, That would have fit in that universe. Yeah. 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 I think well. Penguin would have fit in that universe, too, honestly. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, do you think... DC's putting him into this movie because of that run that you're talking about right now? No, because that, like that, him... that I, I mean, they could definitely come and bring him in other spots. And, you know, with the rumor supposedly like the penguin might be like the villain in Batman, I could see Black Mask coming back because they're both mob bosses. Oh, yeah. yeah. So they're yeah. trying to do that. Like, connection. So that'd be cool. I, I, I like that. I want to know who ends up playing him. Yeah. Um, we're going. Um, <laughs> I feel like honestly, like I, I really want them want him to do him right because I don't know how many of you have played Arkham Origins, the mm -hmm. the Batman game. But like, yeah, he was he was you thought he was the villain at the yeah. beginning, but it turns out it's the Joker right. impersonating him. Yeah, which kind of bummed me out because I was hoping he'd be the full on villain. But I hope they do him right. I hope it doesn't turn out to be like Jared Leto in a mask or anything <laughs> like that. Um, any other thoughts on that, guys? 
Nope. Uh, any do it who, right. Who would who would you guys want to play Black Mask? No, I'm just saying. I just want them to do it right. Um, mm-hmm. Who would I want them to play Black Mask? Mm-hmm. Um, is Black Mask supposed to be like close in age to Batman, or is he supposed to be like older? You than know, him? he's like yeah, he's you know close. Yeah, in age, there it is. Fairly. John Hamm. I was literally oh. about to say that. That's so funny. John Hamm. I was literally say, about to say John Hamm. You know who'd be good? No, no. You know who else would be good? Daniel Craig. Yeah, but he's kind Daniel of busy. Daniel Craig, Daniel Craig. But James Bond. Bond. Oh, yeah. yeah. But John Hamm. John Hamm that's a good that's I like I like John Hamm. I was bat, literally I thinking of John Hamm. Yeah. John Hamm too. I dig right. it off the bat. I like that. I don't even want to think of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I'll take that. All right. Um any other thoughts, guys? Oh, uh since we're still on Birds of Prey, supposedly the chick that played the white widow, mm-hmm. she's up for the role of uh, Black Canary. Okay. Who's the name of the actress? Maybe I'll look Let her me pull, up. Uh, I'll, I'll, I don't I'll, I'll know up. the name of the actress, but she... Her name is Vanessa Kirby. And then hmm. one I don't like, they said, who's the... Uh, what's the name's up for Huntress? Oh, uh... For Baywatch, the movie. Daddario. Oh, Alexandra Daddario. Is up for Huntress. I like her. I, I yeah. like her, I like but her. I don't like her for Huntress. I well, you know what? I, she I was in San Andreas. Her, I just well, saw San Andreas. You got to give her a little something. You know, I, I give her a little credit based off Percy Jackson. <laughs> Maybe I was the only person that saw the two I, Percy I Jackson. Yeah, so she was I mean, in True Detective as well. Yeah, yeah. I feel that. I'm not saying I don't. The second, wasn't it the second season? I don't remember who this season. was. It was the first season, right? That's uh, right. Okay, yeah. I'm. I'm not gonna say I don't like her because at one point when we did the X Men thing, she was gonna be my rogue. Oh, that's right. But I don't like her for. I've never seen this Vanessa Kirby lady in my life. She's apparently on the crown. Sorry, she's off my radar. Yeah, no, she's 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 in Mission Impossible. She's gonna be in. She's gonna be in the Fast and the Furious spinoff, Hobbs and Shaw. Ooh. Oh. Go ahead, Julian. Yay. (laughs) Fuck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Care about that movie? (laughs) I like that better than Pass. Fuck out of here. All right. uh, So moving on, staying on on some Batman news. Uh, The news of Ruby Rose has been cast as Batwoman. But in the Arrowverse, that that's takes awesome. Place in the that's CW. awesome, and also to dive into that, she's also going to prefer the company of other women, and that's awesome because Batwoman well, in the comics, you know, she enjoyed some estrogen herself. So right on, man. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, just Ruby, don't be too hard. They're giving her her own series too. Oh really? I thought oh, she was just going to be kind of. No. They're going to introduce gonna her yeah. in. Arrow, yeah. yeah, and they're gonna give her a Batwoman series. Okay. Ruby, if you need any help with any sort of like R and D, hit us up. Like, trust me, we won't put it out there like that. But if you need any R and D, we were, are the guys to help you out. Because don't don't come in there trying to be too tough. Don't come into this role trying to be Batman. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I want you to be yourself and Batwoman and everything that in the confines of Batwoman. I haven't seen her act that much, so I, I, yeah. I don't I saw her in the Meg. That's why oh, I'm, I have not watched the Meg, oh, and I doubt okay. I will. Uh, Jason but, St- hey, Jason Statham kicked yeah, a shark. Yeah, yeah, you told me. I don't. Oh, he really care. did kick a shark. Dog, I'm not I thought you were I'm just thinking that he not. was. He kicked a shark. Oh, shit. Only thing I've seen her in is Orange is the New Black. She was in that, yeah. And uh, John Wick 2. She oh, was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. About that. yeah. But she, she didn't say anything to John Wick 2. She was good in that. She was a mutant John Wick 2? No, yeah, she, pretty, she just did sign Yeah, language. she was kind of like a oh, like mute. Oh. <laughs> she yeah. did sign language the whole time. Yeah. She, yeah, so She was okay was in Origins of New Black. I that's yeah. I just never finished that season. That was one of the seasons I haven't finished. <laughs> so wait, you 
went on to watch the other season? Hold on, no, guys, I just, had, I, just I don't know if you guys that. follow David on Twitter, but David just had a whole epitaph on Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. <laughs> that was done in 1997, starring Mira Sorvino, Lisa Kudrow. Now, by the way, David still hasn't finished The Punisher. And there's, there's a couple other series that David hasn't finished, but David will tell you about Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. <laughs> David Gallardo, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> David Gallardo. <laughs> I like that movie. <laughs> Me too. Though. Um, all right, moving on. Um, the news that uh, Supergirl, the Supergirl, a Supergirl movie is currently in the works. There's currently no script. There's no director, but it's being produced by. Let me pull this up. I don't know who's producing it. Oren Uzio. I don't know what he's produced before. Um, yeah, that's being created. Um, but it's like a movie. It's not. Uh, I mean. There's, there's a series already on the CW. So. Yeah, rejoice when we when they um, cast when they cast uh, Kara. Is it is it is it going to be Kara Danvers, or I'm not with it. In, oh, good oh. lord! Oh. I need they need to go ahead and do Superman two, Man of Steel two. Like I don't want to see a Supergirl movie. Well, there's an yeah. office not full right of now. people that are looking at the numbers that Wonder they're giving Woman us did. three. Like we're getting Birds of Prey, we're getting Batgirl, and now we're gonna. And Wonder Woman two sandwiched in between Captain Marvel. Yeah, cat like but Captain hey, man. Let, no, let, see, gonna, that's yeah. the thing. You just say, "Oh, Captain Marvel." I think it's it's that's our a, faith in DC. It's not that it's it's a female centric movie. Yeah, it's one hundred percent the faith in the, the. Well, obviously, look the source material itself, man. Yeah. Let's 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 be frank. I, if if you're gonna give me Supergirl on the screen, y'all could have gave me Doomsday punching her skin off. Yeah, <laughs> but like that's just me, mm-hmm. and we're gonna go back into my gripe with the death of Superman and yeah. but we're not gonna do that. But um I'm just gonna reserve my judgment for the f- casting yeah. of Kara. There's there I think um I remember there was theories when Man of Steel came out that there was hints of Supergirl. Because they said there was like in that's an sh- open pod. There was an open pod and there was like a yeah. missing suit or something. They're saying that there was hints of it. So I wonder if they're gonna like acknowledge that or kind of reference that or anything like that. Um I don't know. I'm kind of neutral on that. Yeah. I, I actually I agree with Julian. I kinda wanna see I want to see a Man, Man of Steel, Steel 2, 2 yeah. and then see what they can do with uh, Supergirl. Give me a Man of Steel 2 and a good Justice League movie. Then we could come back and. This is like out. if they started trying to make like a Superboy movie. It's I'm like, with why do I want to see a Superboy movie? I'm with you guys. <laughs> as a fan, I'm with you guys as Brock, but obviously uh, somebody yeah. is holding a clipboard and yeah. like, no, no, we got to do uh, that. Also, with that same news, they start filming uh, uh, Flash Top of Next Year. Movie, yeah. Oh. Okay, so it's not gonna be it's not gonna be Flashpoint. It's right? not gonna be no, Flashpoint. Flashpoint. Oh, okay. oh, so it's not gonna be Flashpoint. Couldn't give us something Flashpoint. that we were all excited Damn. about, right? Don't do that. Yeah. Don't, don't. It's not gonna be Flashpoint. It's going to be the Flash, <laughs> yeah. and it, they start filming 2019, and then Birds of Prey starts, I think, later this year. So the casting, we'll probably be hearing a bunch of casting. Yeah. There so. goes there goes my hopes of Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Thomas Wayne. Yeah, I agree. Everyone's, everyone's, I agree. Everyone's. Everyone, we we thought that we were gonna get that. Thing. I think that I think Flashpoint I th- was a Snyder idea. I think Zack Snyder had the idea of doing Flashpoint. That's you tried right. it. You tried it. Yeah. No. I, I honestly, you did, <laughs> you did it. You did it somehow. <laughs> <laughs> David put Zack Snyder in this episode. That's amazing. Um. Okay. Any other thoughts on Supergirl? No. Nope. All right. Waiting, waiting for casting. All right. And moving on. Um. We have a few Marvel news. Um. So the news came out today that Colby Smulders and Sam Jackson have been cast in Spider-Man Far From Home. So 
So Maria Hill and uh, Nick Fury. Yeah. Possibly shield back together after Avengers 4 in some way. Yeah. This, I'm just going to go back. I predict at the end, I think Iron Man, I I think Iron Man's out of here. Yeah, he's gone. I think he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. I think Captain America will be alive, but he won't be Captain America. I think he's going to end up running S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay. He's going to be the new director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Has he ever run S.H.I.E.L.D. in the comics? He's run Shield. He has, but he turned. He was an old man. Oh, okay. Hmm. You know who I think dies in Avengers Four, which is so random. Ant Man. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna. Nah, they got more. They got more to go with him. That's a, that's a gold mine. Yeah, especially after that movie. I don't know. For some reason, <laughs> something's telling me that Scott Lang is gonna croak. Um, there was a somebody said uh, there was a theory I read online that um, after this news that's on Reddit, it said that um. One of the things would be interesting if, like, it reveals that Spider-Man's parents were S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. Kind of like what they did in the other Spider-Man movie. I don't want that to happen. I want, no. that to happen. I want them to be normal people. Yeah. yeah. Like they're okay. supposed to be. Um, yeah. What do y'all think about Samuel Jackson? More Samuel what Jackson, supposed, the better. What am I supposed to think yeah. about that? Yeah. I, I think it'll be, I, I, I think that's going to be cool to see him. Uh, we, we haven't seen Nick Fury in. Peter Parker together. I think that would be yeah. fun. But you know what? Uh, okay, I'll, I do have a bit of an opinion. Um, I think the, a Spider-Man movie would be a better vehicle for Nick Fury because I think mm. the other characters or the other superheroes are so kind of larger than life mm-hmm. that he kind of falls into the background. Right. Whereas in a Spider-Man movie, I feel like he can truly be like a guiding voice. Right. And, and yeah. I mean... Kind, my, kind of almost how he was in like the yeah. Iron Man 2. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Where he was a little more relevant. I think mm-hmm. that the movie would scale down a bit to kind of fit him better. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited for that. And I, I actually love uh, Colby Smulders. I think that I want to see they don't, more of her. They don't give her enough. Yeah. Because yeah, like, Maria so Hill is actually a really good character yeah. in the comic books. Yeah. She actually butts heads it's with. Coming. It's coming. It's uh, coming. I mean, that it was supposed to happen in Civil coming. War. That's yeah. where, like, she yeah. butts heads with other people that arc yeah. is coming brother I want, I want him to give her something more to work with they will. Yeah, I'm excited they will. that's um, why she keeps getting cast she's not yeah. just going to be the valet she's going to obviously yeah. have Ran- something to say random thing uh, you know with Infinity War showing up on digital HD and everything mm-hmm. now people have been finding little small things mm. oh the Captain Marvel Yes, that shit. Someone yes. <laughs> wait, wait, let him finish. I want to hear this. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I just saw it today yeah. too, and I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> that shit's hard." So, um, people found. I'm gonna pass my phone around so you guys see it. But one of the uh, the what's the big guy's name? Col Obsidian. Col Obsidian. So the big dude went when they're in the fight in the New York in New York, uh, yeah. and Iron Man and them see Col Obsidian and uh, we call him SpongeBob. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Ebony Maw. Cull Obsidian had something wrapped around his waist uh-huh. that looked like Captain Marvel's uniform. Mm-hmm. Like he's yeah. fought her. This before. shit is hard. Look at this. And someone has taken a picture of it, and it's like it's literally her costume on oh, his. Wow. Yes, right. Never noticed that, but it's literally her costume. And I've been rewatching that <laughs> movie every day since I bought it on Tuesday. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Wow. So that. So basically, they're saying so has. The Black Order fought yeah. Captain Marvel before. Has oh, they wow. beaten Captain Marvel yeah. before? How did how is her costume? That's Marvel's. And but but his costume uh, is a different color. His costume is the color of the uh the, yeah, the green the green joint. That's so I'm like, why Maybe, does he have? I don't know. I'm trying to hold optimism because obviously he paged her. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, 
So that he pays you in like. But I thought that was interesting. I saw that today, and I was like, "Whoa!" Ship is hard when I saw that. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and watch it. Okay, that's actually the next was a Cloak and Dagger season two announced, and I guess me and Julian will take the lead on this because we watched we watched the series from I watched the damn series on Freeform from start to finish, and I Freeform by the way is like an after school special channel. But, the teen channel, yeah, it's a teen <laughs> teen angsty. But yeah. I was, I found myself getting wrapped up in the story. Aubrey Omari was great, man. He was he was really good. Yeah, he was Olivia, really good in it. Like Olivia Holt was dope. Like every the entire cast actually, yeah. it worked up. You know, up until me and Julian both agree on this. Up until the fin- the finale itself, the finale yeah. got like you're just like, oh man, like you guys kept this up for this long, and yeah. then you kind of you did kind of let us down, but not too much, mm-hmm. right? I just think that. Bottom line is I would like to see them share the universe with Tom Holland. I think mm-hmm. that these two can be folded in seamlessly because yeah. it's not like a high stakes um, yeah. network like um, Netflix. You know, yeah. there's something that if it doesn't work, then they can always go back to Freeform right. and it'll still work on Freeform right. because it's such a it's such a strong and powerful show for right. the network. I think it's worth I think it's worth taking a shot right. to absorb them into you know the next because then we can have Cloak and Dagger, mm-hmm. Spidey. By the time we'll have Morbius, mm-hmm. probably, you know, yeah. we, we can yeah. really have the true Spider-Man movie that we've all wanted with everyone, right. basically, like yeah. like the damn video game, man. Yeah. Like, like, you know, with a little Easter egg. Maximum Easter Carnage, Carnage, you know? Yeah. But if, we can, if we can get Maximum Carnage on screen, <laughs> I'm set. Yeah. Morbius is, uh, is that? That's not going to be connected. Morbius is uh, Jared like, Leto, but it's, it's a Sony. It's a Sony, but okay. obviously Sony and Marvel, you know, Sony and Marvel have a working relationship. We're hoping, hoping... That Venom is something that is... <laughs> I just is, realized I didn't even put the Venom trailer uh, on here. It is <laughs> ba- basura. Basura. No, Solamente. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Let's, let's just keep it going. Um, okay, so Cloak and Dagger comes out. Season 2 comes out spring 2019. So yeah, I'm here. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Um, next up... Um, Wilson Bethel? Yeah, Cass- Mason Bethel? Wilson Bethel. Wilson Bethel. Oh. Yeah, appa- Bethel. Apparently that Mason that Bethel. that came up on like there was a, an Instagram post by I guess this this guy was training both um, Charlie Cox and this guy. Wilson oh, you're talking. Oh, yeah. Okay, now I know what you're talking about. The guy who they said is playing uh, uh, Bullseye. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That. that I think. Sorry, they, I put. I should have put cast in there. Double. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're saying that guy's playing Bullseye. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen anything with that guy. Yeah, he's on. I looked him up. He's on Heart of Dixie and a soap opera. Two things I have no idea about. So I don't watch any of that. We'll see. Big leap. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. But you know, he's training. I like the guy. Bullseye's a really cool character. Yeah, Yeah. you got it, Wilson. He has a lot of big shoes to fill from Colin Farrell's. Yes, yes. I'm curious if they're going to give him like the costume, the bullseye costume. Oh, okay. Instead of like just putting a weird tattoo on his forehead. Um. All right. So Dave Bautista. Uh, I'll just go to this one. Dave, man, you gotta chill, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you better keep that check rolling, my man. I understand yeah. you trying to fight with your homie, but man, Disney will cat. They, Disney will be like John Cena. Why don't you put on this or Terry? Who said Terry? You Cruz? said you said Terry Cruz. <laughs> Terry Cruz. I said Terry Cruz. Well, you I said, said I, I'm uh, not Terry taking credit that's, for that. Uh, that's hilarious. They were like, they like were very they, there was somebody that Terry is buff Cruz. that they will paint green. That will do exactly what Dave did. No lie, though. That would be funny. Terry Crews as Drax. 
the whole like. I, but you hey, know man, what? I, I got to I got to intervene. I don't think we're giving him enough credit because I think in the last couple of movies, he's been really enjoyable yeah, as yeah, that of character. Course, of course, and he's I, synonymous I, with the character now. He, absolutely, yeah. I, I don't think he's as replaceable as we're. I understand, to but remember the episode of Fresh I Prince understand. When, when Aunt Viv did all the dance moves? You were like, Aunt Viv, yeah, and the next thing you know, she was light-skinned, you were just like, hey. I understand. Hey, here's a Capri Sun. An, 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 an even better reference in, let's get even more obscure, in Black Dynamite, when the dude punched and accidentally hits my, his character, and then he's instantly replaced with a different actor. That's one of my favorite things oh, I've ever man. seen. So, I remember that. I do remember that. That's funny. That's funny. Like if I was Disney, I would really do that. I would be like, I would have fun. Like I would have happen. fun. I would have fun with that. No, yeah. I appreciate him trying to ride for the cause. And um, I mean, we talked about this last episode about the James Gunn situation, and honestly, like I'm, I think by the time we rec- we recorded last time, there had been like a whole statement that the entire ca- the galaxy. yeah the entire cast yeah. had written. And I feel like Dave Bautista has been the only one who's really like doubled down on that whole thing. Absolutely. I mean, Chris Pratt has like said some more stuff about like him praying and thinking about the situation, which, you know, you got to give it to him. And Bautista even said like, you know, Chris Pratt's a Christian and like, you know, he wants to think, think things through. But he's like, but me, fuck that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, but I get I guess like, you know, you got to look at it. Guardians of the Galaxy wouldn't be what it is without James yeah. Gunn. Yeah. The sound from the soundtrack to the look to the writing, like he that he is Guardian of the Galaxy. So it's a, I think it's a fair, fair, um, you know, assessment that Batista has done. I mean, hopefully they listen to him. Hopefully Disney at least, you know, considers it. Hopefully things are happening right now behind the scenes that everybody will come out, you know. No, yeah. Um, any other thoughts on that? Nope. Okay. Uh, next up. So this was a, so I guess there was a, a conference call today with like Disney and like some kind of quarter financial thing or whatever. I don't really know. Oh much yeah, about they it. basically started talking about the plans yeah, for Bob, Bob Iger finally everything, talking about it. every single thing. Yeah, involved. everything we want. It's like X Men, Fantastic Four, Avatar, except Kingsman. for Avatar. I don't really. Well, I mean, that. that's <laughs> this is that's just the scope. It's like X Men, Fantastic Four, Avatar, Kingsman, Deadpool, yeah. and Planet of the Apes. They, you know what? They also talked about National Geographic too. Oh really? Yeah, they own that. They own that now. Oh. That'd be really good now. Like National <laughs> Geographic with Disney. Um, any thoughts on that, guys? I'm happy. I'm we'll happy with we'll the see. Yeah, Let's I'm get it going. Start doing stuff. The 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 idea that Disney will can now produce Planet of the Apes movies is kind of crazy. Yeah, that's insane. I'm that's not ready for new Planet of the Apes, but not yet. But okay, okay. They're gonna. They're how, de- how much time off would you like? Mm. <laughs> I didn't really love the third one that much. You didn't like the third one? Not much. Oh, wow. I, I Like one of the better ones. Which like, one was the third one? Uh, third I one think was... it was War. War of the Planet. Yeah, Apes. War. Yeah. I don't think I saw that shit. Oh. What, it, was, what... it was Rise, Dawn, Dawn, and War. I like Dawn the best. Dawn. Oh, that was the one with Gary Oldman. Yeah, I like, yeah, I like Dawn the best. Yeah. Um, War was a little much. I mean, it just shows that, I mean, they're definitely going to like advertise the shit out of Avatar. Yeah. So that's going to be huge. But Kingsman was surprising, though. Yeah, Kingsman is surprising. Yeah, they have an Avatar line at Disney World, so well, obviously I mean, that that's in their best interest. Yeah, to continue that. Oh, they're gonna so they throw all that, that money. They have that at Disneyland and Animal Kingdom, and yeah. if you give them enough time, there will be a Kingsman 
ride inside of London that, at that Epcot would, Center. That would be fucking dope. So now that there will be some it. sort of Kingsman experience. They yeah. know how that, to fold. That would be Disney, cool. one thing Disney knows how to do, they know how to fold their Kingsman and Tomorrowland. Let's have that. But they don't give a fuck. They're like, yeah. look, man, if this shit's popping, it's making hundreds of millions of dollars and it's a fruitful franchise, we will put it in our park at some sort of capacity. You see when Black Panther was yeah. like the biggest thing going? Yeah. yeah. Immediately, dog. Black yeah. Panther was at California Adventure. Like I didn't even think later, about that. All like, those things that they could put in parks now. Yeah. Bro, they literally yeah. have a plug and play. Like, yeah. oh, Exe is the big... Th- okay, go. Yeah. Exe, go, go in London. Yeah. Epcot Center. It's like, yeah. oh, shit. Like, Okay. Uh, any other thoughts on that? Just, nope. It's just good to hear that they're thinking about it. Um, next up, uh, if Beale Street could talk uh, trailer. That's the new Barry Jenkins movie. I'm really excited about that. It's based oh, on the James Baldwin book. Haven't seen it. So I'm, I feel like I'm about to be the only one talking, but I'm... Really have you read it? Have you read the book? Yeah, I haven't. I tried. Um, I tried to. I've. I've it's been a while, but I've. I've tried to read every James Baldwin thing mm-hmm. I can get my hands on. I mean, yeah. that from from the first time I read uh, the Fire Next Time and all yeah. the, the essays, no yeah. on a Native Son, like yeah, it was. That's one of my favorite people to hear speak. Oh my god! Like, I just, just re- I just rewatched I Am Not Your Negro. Yeah, and it's like I feel like I watching it the second time let me appreciate. Just everything go on, he was go saying. Go on YouTube and listen to some interviews. Oh my god! Just he, find him talking in any capacity, yeah. and you're like, "What are y'all doing?" Nothing. I was talking. I was doing. <laughs> They're listening intently to us talk about James Baldwin. <laughs> Just yawning. <laughs> because Julian's a little ass kid. <laughs> Sorry. Continue what you were saying. I'm actually very interested to hear what you're saying. Um, I, I think. For a perspective that ages now, it's hard to focus. For, for, <laughs> Sorry. For a perspective that ages so well, mm-hmm. like oh my god, yeah, he could be talking about right now from from the the sixties, the sixties till now. Yeah, plug it into play a James Baldwin interview and yeah. then play a news clip. Yep. from any year. Yeah, and see if they don't parallel perfect. That's what I loved about I am not your Negro is that like it's. If anybody who's never seen that, this this is the smart side of the table is talking, <laughs> and the dumb side is fucking throwing spitballs <laughs> and paper airplanes. No, I'm like just, marks. I'm he was really rubbing laughing. his eye. And it was so loud. Just I'm, really I'm like wondering if if the mic picked it up. I'm just really laughing because Julian put this motherfucking mosquito light on and he's over here cooking the most. That's just the funny thing about it. He was the one who came in trying to. Yeah, oh, yo, it's hot. He's like fanning himself like a church lady with his hat. He's like, oh. I'm like really hot right now. Damn. <laughs> Turn the fucking studio lights <laughs> off. <laughs> Idiot. Turn the lights off. Here's what happened. Jason took a picture of us to post. Julian was like, oh, there's going to be a photo of me. Let me oh, get no, I, proper I, I, lighting. I do that for that. So he turned on all I the lights. We needed more light. It was so that, dark in here. So, yeah, because for this vid- like video podcast. <laughs> dark. Oh, this is supposed to be the video episode. What is it? Is it? Yeah, 20. Are we, are oh. We, oh, oops. 21. You know, lucky 21. <laughs> 21. On that. 21. Um, um, anyway. We're sorry. at the lunch table talking about homework this time. My bad. Yeah. Go ahead, guys. <laughs> I, it's, anyway, and then good. Barry Jenkins and Moonlight. Like, yeah. The, I mean, the, the, the I think firepower. Ba- honestly, Barry Jenkins is, I feel like, one of the best directors that you can choose to adapt James Baldwin work. Yeah. Like, just... And if you've seen the trailer, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Like, it's yeah. it, the colors. There's definitely the, a lot of, like, uh, he has this thing in Moonlight where he does a lot of uh, real good close-ups where the character looking straight into the camera. Yeah. And there's so much of that in this one. Yep. And I'm just, I'm excited. And I love that they released it on, uh, 
Is it was it his birthday? Like on James Baldwin's birthday? I, I think that's what they re- when they that. released it. Um, no, I'm excited for that. That comes out in the fall, so I'm pretty I'm stoked for that. Um, hopefully, he gets another Oscar nom for that. No. Uh, next up, we have <laughs> friend of the podcast Kyle's hey, super duper Kyle. Uh, the, after the after party, party trailer that's on Netflix. I can't wait to see it. Lots looks looks like a lot of fun. Of looks like fun. Project X mixed with uh, How to Make It in America mixed mm. with Crush Groove. Oh, mixed cool. with like those are good so that's a good yeah. It was like those are those good ingredients. three right yeah. there. It was already kind of like yeah. all right. Hey, I'm I love it. how the difference between Kyle as a successful rapper and as an up and coming rapper is a haircut. That's amazing. And a beard. And a beard. <laughs> like, but yeah, <laughs> that, that was a weird thing to point out. I understand, <laughs> but it was cool. What, uh, what, were, what were we saying? It was a mix up. Oh, like, so uh, I was saying that. Um, it looks like a mix, a cross between A Hard Day's Night, for those that don't know, is the Beatles movie, and um, 8 Mile, mm. where, like, you know, a rapper is playing sort of like a fictional version of themselves. Yeah. yeah. And then the aspect of A Hard Day's Night is, like, trying to do something in a short amount of time. Yeah. So in this in this movie, it's Kyle trying yeah, to get a record to, deal. Get after, to the Greek. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's another yeah, good yeah, one, good, too. Yeah. yeah. That was um, a good movie. Yeah. And the cameos on this look insane. Yeah. I mean, we got uh, Pusha T's in it. DJ Khaled's in it. <laughs> except Wiz Khalifa. Except he takes me out of everything. <laughs> DJ Khaled? Yes. When has he put you in something? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, he take, every time you're in like you a genuine, a, a, a genuine moment, he <laughs> takes me, he removes me from the genuine moment because hey, he's always well, he's, on. He's the best. <laughs> it said uh, Tiana. Tiana Taylor's yeah. in it. She plays Ooh. a, she plays she a plays exotic a dancer. She plays a stripper, yeah. Yeah. Pusha T looks like he does a phone call or something. I think yeah. he plays Pusha T. Yeah, he plays yeah. Wiz Khalifa's in it. Yeah, he plays Wiz. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you never know. You could play a Muay Thai fighter. You never know. Nolan. Yeah. I like I like the concept of the the kind of the whole like point of the movie is that is this guy that wants to be a rapper but fucks up becomes a viral sensation because of that and him trying to get respectability by the end of the movie. I, yeah. I feel like it speaks so much to our current climate where like the wrong thing can make you can be famous for the wrong thing. Yeah. And I, I first of all, I doubt they're gonna get this deep because yeah. this seemed like a fun movie. We don't I, know. But right? We yeah, don't we know. know. You're right. And and, and <laughs> yeah. you know, not to discredit them. But yeah. I think that's a true that that might be a relatively solid commentary on like this this aggressive hunt for fame mm-hmm. where it's like you gotta be careful what you wish for because you could yeah. definitely be famous getting slept on World Star. And then <laughs> yeah, hundred percent now everybody so knows you. That's what yeah. you wanted. Yeah. Like Remember old boy with the I'm from New York? Yeah. That that's that was a bad look. Yeah. New York. What uh and you said it's done by uh Oh, by the writer director of How to Make, how it to make America. America. Yeah. Win. I think yeah. it'll win. Well, it, ha- it has good pedigree. So let's I mean, go, Kyle. And Kyle's charming and I yeah. feel like it's yeah, so shout out to Kyle. Wish you luck. Movie comes out September twenty first on Netflix, so we're all watching that. Yeah. Um Absolutely. So next up, uh <laughs> The, the news of American Gladiators being brought back by Seth Rogen as executive producer. Seth and That Evan seems Goldberg. like he came up with that while he was high. Yeah, and I just <laughs> want to like a joke I, I would make. also add a tad yeah. bit, a tidbit to that. I'm going to fucking win that, American Gladiators. I'm going to go on as a Jason's going to join. And I'm going to punish the shit out of these Gladiators. So, y'all don't understand. Oh I'm a kid that was born and bred in the 90s. Yeah. Y'all don't know the joust like I know the joust. You were not, not born in the 90s. You know what I'm saying? Like, but bread, I said bread. You said born in I said bread. bread. I said bread. Okay. I didn't say born. We were running back, but I was okay. Chick fil A. I, I already lost bread. that first one because I definitely yeah. said Jason Fillion. So, uh, yeah. When I listened to it, I was like, how did I? Okay. But 
I know all those games like a madman. Mm. Obviously, I was a jock growing up, so I like I know all of those games, and I know how to beat people mm-hmm. at, at like joust. I actually went to like American Gladiators camp when I was a kid. Of course like, you did. Yeah. Of course you did. <laughs> yeah, but like, Do you see any surprise on my face as you said that? No, I, nor should it be. Yeah. But I'm gonna go on and I'm gonna dominate everybody on the show. I just want to let you guys know, whoever's on this show, I'll, I'll make you a bet. I'll make I'll bet you five hundred. You're not gonna beat me in joust. Ooh. Any American Gladiator, five hundred. You not beating me in joust. Caught y'all bitches. <laughs> Straight y'all up. Out. Straight up. See me. Um, well, there's a fun fact actually. I actually American Gladiators actually came back in 2008. I actually worked, and you were on it. No, no, no. Oh, I actually worked in at NBC when we were marketing that in 2008. It, it came back for like a season. It Layla Ali was the host, and actually, oh yeah, Gina well, Carano Hogan. was on it. Well, Hulk Hogan. And they had uh, Tanawai. Tanawai was the uh, Tanawai is the rock stunt double, also good, oh, that's good right. friend, and yeah. he was uh, one of the yeah. he was one of the very yeah. racist characters that they they chose to <laughs> reembody. He's very so yeah. so. It's not the first time that they're bringing back American Gladiators. Hopefully, I feel like now with streaming, it has more of a longer shelf life. So bring some real athletes because I'm coming for that ass. And, J- and Jason's coming, so he's gonna be on that show. He's gonna win. Um, Tell you. I think we, I don't even want to touch this last topic. Okay, skip it. All right, so I think we're good. So yeah, let's close that out. So Yusuf. All right. Well, that was fun, guys. This episode of Nerds at the Cool Table was recorded live at OnQ Studios and is presented by Change VC. A time for change. So guys, uh, we have a new website. Follow us and go to our yeah. website. You can contact us. All our info's on there. Uh, www.cooltablepodcast.com Find us on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Subscribe and search and review, rate and review us, please. Stitcher, On Demand Radio, Google Play, SoundCloud. Um, but yeah, go to our website, hit us up, and you know if you guys want to send us any message, it's right on the, right on the site. So Anybody have any uh, last-minute shout-outs to anything? Um, shout-outs um, to anything. Blind spotting. I saw that. Watch that. Okay. Um, it's really good. No. No. Julian? David? No. I, I feel can't like you brought that, that up because you no, have a shout-out. You, know, you, you got a shout-out? It's not even a shout-out. Like, just... Why I feel you like always, you always have shout-outs. Why are you always so hyped? Nothing really this week? No. Oh. Uh, go Se- watch Succession. I really liked that show. Oh, it, yeah. It was good. So, it, ju- it just finished, right? Yeah. Because, yeah I enjoyed yeah. it. HBO Succession. Oh, also watch uh, Who is America? Okay. The Sasha Baron Cohen show. It's fucking hilarious. And go listen to Travis Scott's album. Go listen... <laughs> Go listen to Astro World. I, I like uh <laughs> I like the what's this what was the previous one? Birds in the Birds in the Trap Sing Me. I night. like that one better. Yeah, I didn't like Astro World too much. It all sounds the same to me. <laughs> listen to YG's album too. Listen, while listen you're at to it. YG's album too. I did. Shout out J305, which yeah. he's not gonna listen to this. Yeah, he's whatever. not gonna listen all right. to this at all. Um I am David. You can find me at David Gallardo. Yusef at YGLA. Julian Edwards on everything. You can find me at Cool Table Podcast. We need y'all to you can fucking talk to us, You don't even worry about me. Yeah, you, you, you can find you me find at Cool me. Table Podcast. Cool well. Table Podcast on all social media networks. I'm, don't make me cheat to win and start offering you guys sweet deals to talk to us. We're actually fucking cool. We could probably get you into a nightclub or something and get you some get you some ass, which is the central thesis of this all. <laughs> but hey. Jason's thesis. <laughs>